What the fuck is up, everybody? Welcome to the Great Girth Podcast. One half of your favorite fat duo here. I am Mr. Tony Trujillo. With my buddy, as always, Mr. Austin Rawlson. Austin, buddy, how in the hell are you? I'm doing good. Try not to go crazy. Yeah, you sound busy. You're still uh you're still down in New Mexico, right? Arizona, yeah. I don't know why I keep fucking getting those confused. What uh when are you coming back? God damn, you still got a while. How are you liking it yeah. down there though, aside from work and all that? Do you get a little homesick or no? No, not really. It's bunch of guys I'm real friendly with, so it's kind of good to pretty good to get away from all the snow because apparently you guys are freaking getting shellacked right now. Yeah, dude. Uh, if Colorado was a big ass, then Cleves, the uh, Cleves, them cheeks got clapped this morning in particular. Sucked. I had to actually pay money to get to work. I was pissed. Went outside and I saw that my fucking door was like non-existent because there was no pathway or nothing dude open this shit up and i was like there's no frame there's no place to walk it's all snow what the fuck? <laughs> i couldn't see the rocks dude like the pit was filled i was like damn i guess i won't be going nowhere but then i thought about it and i was like you know what i'm probably not the only one having this situation these other dudes are gonna end up calling off i'm gonna get in trouble for calling off so i was like i'll just make the effort and took an uber that took 37 minutes to get to me. Still took like a half hour to get to work. Luckily, I was only late by like two minutes. I was pretty damn lucky. That's but, not too bad. Yeah, it just sucked. I was like, God oh, damn, dude, I hate being... Like, if you're on time, you're late, in my opinion. You got to show up a little early. But I wasn't even on time. I was two minutes late, and I was rushing, dude. I was still going in there, and I had to get my teeth brushed still. I still had to do my hair because I was all bundled up and shit, and I just kind of had to rush, you know, with everything going on. So that sucked, and I'm training somebody, so I didn't get really a chance to eat breakfast or lunch and had a lot of shit happen today, even though, like, the building was closed. So it was interesting having to deal with that shit. That's the world of security whenever something horrible happens. Other than that, though, you know, it was all right. I guess I can't complain. It wasn't as bad as they said it was going to be. They were saying, like, seven inches of snow. We got maybe, like, two. Oh, yeah, well, that's good. I mean, it sucks because, you know, like, me personally, man, I hate the snow. I would, I'd rather live in a state that skips all the shitty seasons. I hate the snow and I hate the cold. I'd rather be hot. And I love humidity. I love that wet, sticky, fucking hot feeling over and above all. I don't mind dry heat that much, but being cold fucking sucks. That's just me, dude. Like, I got used to it because I live here, but, you know, if I, if I had it my way, dude, I fucking wouldn't be living near snow. I like snow from a distance, like when I can see it in a movie. Yeah, it was 80 degrees here yesterday. See, that's actually, like, cool out there because in Arizona, it's usually, like, 100. Yeah, it, today, today was freaking 50 like 55 degrees, and people had coats on or played it was cold. I'm wearing shorts and a t-shirt. I'm like, it's beautiful out here. Dude, that's what it was like when I was in Beverly Hills. <laughs> I was, when we went through 
California, dude, and we stopped at Beverly Hills and lost in over in Los Angeles. These motherfuckers at like 60, almost 70 degrees were wearing hoodies and coats. I was like, dude, this is sunny weather in Colorado. And they're like, it's freezing out here. I was shocked. I was like, what in the fuck? And like, you know, Vegas, it gets about as hot as Arizona. Not as hot, but it's fucking hot out there, man. Like, I know how stupid I sound the first time I ever went to Vegas. I didn't learn this until, well, basically until I learned it the hard way. It doesn't matter if you step in the shade. That makes it worse, really. I didn't know that shit. Yeah, I was like 13. I go out there, do with my family a vacation, step into the shade. I fucking burnt my ass off in the shade. Like, it made it 10 times worse, and my asthma started acting up. But traveling, man, that's something I really got to get. Got to get on, at least. You know, like, no, I don't have any plans to leave the country. Maybe one day I'll reconsider, but... I don't see myself wanting to go to another country, to be honest with you. I just don't have any interest in it. Some people do, though. You know, like, I I would love to go to France just to see, like, certain museums and shit, but not enough for me to warrant actually saving up for it. I'm like, fuck it. I'd rather go to Vegas, or I'd much rather go to, like, Wyoming than to go to Italy or something like that. So I don't have plans to leave, go out of the country, but maybe one day. Where's one place you want to go? Alaska. Alaska, huh? Why Alaska? I want to go to Alaska. It's gorgeous. It's beautiful. It's phenomenal. And um, I want to go up there and stay a couple of weeks, see how it goes. And then if it work, if everything works out really good, um, then move, then go live there. Get, at least get a, like a big vacation. When I get, if I get some good money, get a big vacation home about Kodiak Island or something. Well, I've heard it's actually pretty cheap to live up there. It just kind of depends on what you're doing. That's the thing. Like, believe it or not, there's a lot of therapists in Alaska. But that's kind of obvious. <laughs> you know, if you don't know how to handle it, that would be why. Now, it's my dream to own, like, a nice, not necessarily a mansion, but a nice big home in, like, Cody, Wyoming, or somewhere middle of nowhere, somewhere beautiful where there's nature and I'm away from civilization. But... That's a, uh, I wouldn't call it a pipe dream. That's just like a dream down the road. You know what I mean? Right. But shit, man, let's get to the juicy stuff. Um, I'm assuming you heard about Whoopi Goldberg or Oopsie Goldberg. Yes. So that shit is like, I never thought that could happen, to be honest with you. Like, okay, well, it's like one back. of Obviously. the stupidest takes of all time. Well, it's one of the most fucked up things to say about the Jews. It's not even Jews, it's just white people in general. But I didn't think that she would get in trouble because if you're a Democrat, you get a pass on being racist and stuff like that. So why would they get rid of her? And to be fair, they haven't. They said she was suspended, but let's be honest, enough people were upset about that. So that may she may end up losing well, yeah. that job. We'll see. She's now she's threatened to quit. See, if I was the owner of that show, I'd be like, Oh, you're gonna threaten me to quit. Okay, goodbye. Like, I can find other goodbye. people who can fill your spot. Well, there's other people yeah, out there. Find you know else what? Say super stupid to crap. say racist shit. Yeah, like, you know what, dude? In honor of the most boring month of the year, I think we should talk about 
some of the greatest like black actors out there. I'll start. I hated Denzel Washington until last year. Now I realize how great he is. Wesley Snipes, dude, fucking badass. I don't know about you. I'm not a fan of Don Cheadle, but shit. Aside from MLK, I can't really think of a lot of like historical figures that I care about. Or not that I care about. I guess they interest me enough because as much as I love history, it also bores me. Austin's like, I'm not touching that one. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> He's like, no, we're, we're not going there. No, uh, okay, so. Start. Oh, damn, uh, yes. Yeah, he's going to start sawing logs again. He's like, oh, fuck. We were talking about what? Black History Month. Shit, I fell asleep again. <laughs> no, I know we're going to get a lot of hate for that, yeah, but. I was so tired. I like work. I woke up at like five thirty a.m. and then worked all day, and then came home. And like I was not very smart. I like laid in bed to record this. Was like all laid back, and it was warm and outside. I was so tired. I like was like struggling to stay awake while talking to you. And then, like, there's a moment where you started talking, and I just didn't have to contribute very much to the conversation. I was was gone. I was going on a rant about being a minority in America. <laughs> he fucking passed out. I was like, okay, he's bored. Austin. Austin, he's dead. Hey. And then I was like, oh, <laughs> shit, I was sleeping. No, it's all good. I um, have moments like that where I don't know what to contribute, and I start, like, not dozing off, but I start, like, losing it. I'm like, Oh, fuck, what was I thinking about? I don't know what to say now. Usually if we're talking about sports, because I'm so far behind on sports, I got to really get in there, like, a, you know, with a Super Bowl around the corner. I have no idea who's going, dude. But I hear everyone talking about it all the fucking time. Mm. Matter of fact, I think we should talk about uh, Tomothy Brady, as I like to call him. So, is he really retiring? Yep, he's done. How old he is he? He signed his ass? one year of 42. He's still pretty young, but I guess a little too old to be playing football. Here's what I will say about him, though. You can hate on the man all you want. That dude is one of the greatest football players of all time. Look at his he record. Is he. He, 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 he. Uh, wait, actually, you know what? No, you can answer this question. Who the fuck is going to the Super Bowl? The Rams and the Cincinnati Bengals. Huh? For real? The fuck? Yeah. Cincinnati Bengals. What a Joe weird... Cole. Joe yeah, Burrow. The Cincinnati Caucasians. <laughs> That's different. I mean... Okay, that's unheard of, but like I don't I guess you can maybe not even be a football fan and still know that that's kind of weird. That's like unheard of. A little different, I guess. Yeah, but there were jokes that the last time the Cincinnati Bengals made the playoffs, um the text message wasn't invented yet. <laughs> and so Pete the joke was before this year is that a text has never gone out that said, hey, look, the Bengals have won a playoff game. Jesus. 
That is so weird, like, to even hear that, to say that's that's fucking crazy. Are you going to watch the Super Bowl? Oh, yeah. Well, who are you rooting for, then? I'm rooting for Cincinnati. I'm rooting for Joe Cool. Joe Burrow is nasty. Joe Burrow's from LSU. He's really, really, really good. See, now I'm curious about watching it. Usually, these last few years, I haven't really, like, paid attention to it, but my parents will watch it. And I'll go to their house, and they get all drunk, and we just chill and fuck around. But being that I don't drink, I don't think I'll be doing that. Maybe I might just go over and eat food or something. I don't know. Not really. There's not a lot I'm looking forward to, aside from um, AEW's next pay-per-view is in March, and then WrestleMania is right around the corner. My thing is, though, man, it's fucking two nights again. And that was cool for the first year that they did it, but obviously it wasn't that great last year. And I'm not looking forward to another year of two fucking nights of it. Well, and the thing about Super Bowl this year is one of the reasons I'm rooting for Cincinnati is I have a weird dislike for Matthew Stafford. I don't know why. He's really he's a good quarterback. And he's the kind of quarterback like a gunslinger that I usually like. But there's just something about Matt Stafford I just don't like. Maybe it's because he looks like Woody from Toy Story. I don't know. <laughs> he's like he's a piece of shit. That's why. <laughs> How weird, man! Just to hear that Rams in the bed. Ah, it's fucking nuts. That's like when the Eagles went and won. Nobody ever thought they were gonna win. But I yeah. gave it respect because I was like, when's the last time they ever won? Like the '60s or some shit like that. So it was kind of cool. It, it's cool when they get what they worked for. You can't really talk too much shit about it, unless it's the Raiders. You can just go fuck yourself. But. Yeah, like any other team, dude, when they make it to that point or they've never been or they hadn't been since, like, the fucking royal ancient times, totally different. Yeah, um, I was so upset when the Eagles won Well, I was seeing all the jokes about the Cowboys not going. There was one that was, like, octagon, hexagon, and then it said season gone, and it was the Cowboys. I was going to send it to you, but then I was like, I don't even know what this is really in reference to. I kind of get it because it was around the corner of the Super Bowl, so I figured that's what it was. Yeah, lost and turned around again because Zach Prescott's not good enough to win football games. Austin's like, I fucking hate it. <laughs> I want to kill myself if these guys don't fucking win. Oh, fuck, man. Well, the good news is, well, off season for football is like, not that long. Awesome. Nope. No, not at all. Oh. We're getting. You know what? Um, getting close, so we can start, I can start doing research on fans on um, the draft and free agents and stuff. Hope the Cowboys reset Randy Gregory. We'll see. Right, it's not too far away, so that's you know, like a little bit of downtime. But um, anyway, we should probably oh, hold on one second. Um, little Miss Aubrey Rose decided to come join me for a second. Hello, good night, <laughs> good night, sweetie. Yeah, she's been missing daddy, so good night. <laughs> say hi to Austin. Say hi. No, she's being a little miss nervous. Now, uh, yeah, she's been staying up late because. Oh, daddy. Okay, I love you. Good night, baby. 
Ty's got to get back to his other job. <laughs> I love you. She's a sweetheart, dude. She's growing like crazy. Like, a, if you look at her, oh, thank you, sweetie. Yeah, she just doesn't want to leave my side. Okay, good night. <laughs> she wants me to go to bed, dude, because she's so used to me being in there. But yeah, she's growing big. Like, Olivia's almost eight, so that tells you something. But this child is very close to two. Right. I can't believe it. Like, they grow so damn fast, dude. It's holy shit. And then, you know, Olivia, like I've said in the past, she's like turning into a teenager, dude. It's freaking insane. And I know how stupid this statement sounds, but they're like little humans. You know what I'm saying? Like, you start to learn that they really are little humans with little emotions and shit. It's crazy. Right. But, anyway. <clears throat> oh, hold on. That's a crazy story today. A dude who, like, oh. stepped on a um, stepped on a, like, little model of the Eiffel Tower, and it went completely through his foot. Oh, fuck. Really? Yeah. It looks like it hurts so bad. Like, he goes all the way up to, like, the legs, all the way through his foot. Oh, my God. It looks like it hurts so bad. Sounds rough. I don't know about that, man. I've stepped on Legos and shit. I've never had them pierce my skin, but it felt like it. It's the equivalent of stubbing your toe on the end of the couch, or anything for that matter. And you just want to scream like a fucking squirrel, dude. It fucking that shit hurts like a motherfucker. But where did you see that at? Was it like on YouTube or TikTok or what? Hey, Tom, close um, they saw on Facebook. Oh, Facebook! One of the greatest places to see videos, memes, and shit. I've got an addiction to Facebook, as I've discussed in the past, dude. I just open it up just because to look at it. And I get stuck looking for, like, the most useless shit. I could be spending time doing something productive. And I just sit there and I look for memes. That's it. It's like a – I'm like the target audience, if that makes sense. I'm not sure I told you about that documentary I watched where they were saying, like, uh, that basically Google, Facebook, and all that stuff is designed to make you addicted to it. And it's very true because, dude, I spend hours on Facebook if I'm not fucking paying attention to something. Or I'll do it on, like, not Twitter anymore because I got rid of that shit, but TikTok, all that stuff, constant. Ooh, there it is. Damn, dude, that went straight yeah. up into the bone. Dude, that dude, looks that's like it hurts so crazy. bad. It looks like it's fucking painful, dude. I don't know. Imagine like okay, so you fall and it lands on you land on your ass. That thing pierces the cheek. Owie. Oh no. Yeah, definitely. That's a that's a GG for that person. Dude, for real. Have you seen that video of the oh. dude who like puts the puts the bicycle out in the street for people to steal it? But he says this when the seat falls down and a pole sticks up. So when they sit on the um thing, the pole comes up and shoves goes up their butt. How, dude? Could you imagine a metal bar going straight up your ass when you think you're about to take off with one of the coolest bikes ever? So, dude goes that to steal a suck, bike, dude. runs, and jumps on the seat. He gets up, he's screaming, bloody murder. Ah! Ah! He goes, ah! mine now, bitch. Ah! Well, like, imagine you're wearing shorts, dude, and it penetrates your fucking anus like that. That has to hurt. I'd cry a little bit. I'd be a little weary, though. 
yeah, dude, there's going to be blood and shit. Probably shit, too. Like, if I get hit, I'm pretty sure if you get, like, knock my anus hard enough, I could shit out some chili bean or something, dude, because that sounds painful. Clearly, I wasn't meant to be, like, a an anal person. That, that shit would suck. That's why I got to give props to, like, people that can put shit in their assholes, dude, because that sounds scary. I'm pretty sure there'd be butterfingers everywhere if I tried that shit ever in my life. Austin's like, wait a minute, why are we talking about asses and shit and butt jelly and... Yeah. <laughs> you remember, you remember that shit, dude? Freaking yeah. <laughs> he popped out and there was butt jelly. Fuck, that reminds me. I had a... Do you remember that video of the director, or not the director, the... I think it was you that sent it to me, the guy with the camcorders recording the action that's happening, and right as dude fucking unleashes his load, it gets on homeboy's fucking eyebrow. And he's like, cut, 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 and he looks like he's about to cry, dude, and like, dude, thousands <laughs> of babies are just dropping down. This is so disgusting. <laughs> you see him like, ah, cut, cut. Fuck, dude, I couldn't do that shit ever in my life. I would have quit. I, I would have I quit, left the industry, and never gone back. No, dude, I'd be scarred. Like, either move, find a new job, new identity, or kill yourself. Those are your options, because I'm sorry, that's disgusting. I'd go home and wash my face off with, like, acid or something, dude. That's fucking disgusting. I wonder if I, wonder if I got in his eye, because you see it, like, dropping. And that's when he looks like he's about to die. So it, probably a little bit of baby's got in that eye. Ugh. Yeah, you remember that time my mom told you to Google Ron Jeremy? <laughs> I was thinking about yeah. that the other day. And I just thought, did you know that Lisa Ann, a former porn star, is like one of the most popular and successful adult stars in the world because she now has her own podcast and she's like a sports commentator or does some shit for ESPN or something like that? Lisa Ann, are you are you talking about Mia Khalifa? No, Lisa Ann. Mia Khalifa is one of them too, but Lisa Ann does shit for like sports and all that too. And she used to yeah, be a Mia porn Khalifa. star. She actually, go ahead. Yeah, Mia Khalifa works for Barstool Sports as her own talk show. I don't know which one Lisa Ann works for, but I know it's like she talks about NBA and a little bit of baseball, from what I had heard anyway what I was listening to on her shit. But she's also popular for creating a a company that brought you the very like first of videos of MILF because she was at an age where they weren't they weren't taking older women, but it was high in demand at the time. So she created that company and she represented women that were like in their thirties and forties that couldn't get a job in the porn industry, like, being rejected and shit. So that's what she also became known for. But, yeah, now she's a fucking... some sort of sports talk show host or commentator. I can't remember. But she has a podcast, uh, something with Lisa Ann, and then she has another podcast called um, Guys Guys Do It Better or something like that, and that one's more like a personal one. But she's written books, too. Like, I was reading this shit, dude. She's more successful than Mia Khalifa. But Mia Khalifa is younger, so it's a little bit different of a story. Mia Khalifa was like the... A lot of people didn't know... Well, no, 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 let me take that back. A lot of people knew she was a porn star. You saw her and you were like, oh yeah, that's Mia Khalifa. I used to think about it when I masturbate. 
<laughs> and now she's doing sports. No, I was. I sometimes at nighttime I listen to go to bed to fall asleep to. I listen to these dudes who like read Reddit stories. And one of the Reddit stories was like this dude like had a favorite porn star and used to watch her all the time and stuff. And one day, his dad had been like dating some woman that he never met, and he got to go meet his, meet this woman that his dad was dating was getting really serious decided to meet and he meets and it's this porn star that he had a huge used to have a, that he used to watch that he watches all the time he's dating his dad he's like what do i do do i tell my dad that she's a, a porn star then my dad's gonna ask me like how do i know that i have to explain to her that i jerked off to his girlfriend like 80 times that's like a father-son like, bonding moment Think about it. That's a bonding moment. But then the dad's worried, like, shit, I'm going to have to go get my wife before my son does. <laughs> you know, like, that no, is like, kind of weird. Then he says something about, like, what are we going to talk about? Like, where her, this one freckle is on her left titty or something? Like, how do I have this conversation with my dad? Not to mention he's seen inside and out of his dad's girl, basically. That right. is a weird conversation to have. I wonder, like, could you ever be with a porn star? Yes, it's a job, but, like, just think of all the shit that's being done to your significant oh, other while you're at work. Absolutely not. Austin's like, nah, that bitch ain't got no respect for herself. It's a job, though. I mean, I can't diss him on that, but it would be kind of weird. Dude, we're, I just had this thought. We're known for a lot of things. Like our show, we primarily talk about sports and porn. And politics. And hoes. Yeah, a lot of that. We need to figure out. Like, uh, We talk about it a lot, but at some point we're going to have to just establish this uh, community of the Ho No Mo program. We're going to have to really make it a thing, kind of like Boys and Girls Club. <laughs> pick them up from school or pick them up, up from work at the end of the day and they got to come and do exercises about how to wear pants that don't have holes in them. Dude, for we're gonna have to do a complete like malfunction on them. Like, okay, here's how you dress. This is what you do. This is where you don't hang out. This is the type of man you look for. You're gonna have to drop that whole I'm independent. That ain't gonna work. Just give them little pointers. Like, hey, you're not a Raiders fan. It doesn't work that way. Otherwise, you end up a single mother. I I know a lot of people that probably listen to this and are like pissed that we're even talking about this. So, talk about other things we talk about all the time. What is this about Shane McMahon getting fired? Dude, yeah, they let him go. Well, okay, he was fired, but Vince McMahon let him go. So, here's the story on that. Literally, a couple days before Royal Rumble came out, they released a list of people that were going to be coming back. Shane McMahon was one of them. He was not only in the Royal Rumble, he was in it for a good couple minutes, and he was whooping everybody's ass. Apparently, people in the back were pissed about it. They were like, dude, he was trying to make it all about him. And the person who was supposed to win the Royal Rumble didn't. That's because Shane McMahon wrote it. Or he didn't write it, but he he was the brainchild of that fucking storyline. And as I mentioned in the last episode, Brock Lesnar came out at the very end and won. The reason they're doing that is because he's going to 
face Roman at WrestleMania after he wins the WWE champion at Elimination Chamber. What will end up happening is he's going to put his title on the line. Roman's going to put his title on the line. Whoever wins takes all. They're going to unify the belt because why not? They've released like 80-something superstars, and they're releasing more. So why would you have two heavyweight champions when you hardly have a roster? So people are pissed about the changes that were made, and he was responsible for that. And I guess there was so much heat in the back, they straight were like, we got to let you go. He, This man just started working on Sunday. He got fired like basically this morning. But it's because it's his dad. They're like, nah, um, we're using the term let go. It was probably like, hey, son, you're fucking up my business. You need to step aside again. Which is funny, dude, because Shane McMahon has made it very clear he wants nothing to do with WWE. And that's because of the fact that his dad and his sister and Triple H, as well as a couple other people that are running that shit, are all, like, fighting each other. There's, like, some sort of drama going on. So he wants nothing to do with it. But he does this shit where they just hire him as an employee and he comes back. I enjoyed watching him come back because, to me, he's a legend now. He's about as old as his fucking dad was when his dad was becoming popular. So it was cool. But, yeah, dude, they. <laughs> I read that article and they're like, Shane McMahon, let go. Like, how do you let your own son go? That's fucked up. <laughs> and I was like, is any part of the ownership group? How do you get fired? Is it owner? No, he hasn't been part of ownership for like over a decade, even longer. So what had happened was he quit. Or, okay, being that he is the son of the owner, what he probably did was like, hey, I want to release because I'm going to go do my other stuff. He started his own companies and all the stuff, and he was very successful, but he kept like coming back and doing like a brief periods of wrestling. So he'd come back for a couple months, disappear, come back for a couple months, disappear. He was around for a couple of years, but he wasn't in any form of way an owner. He was just part of talent. And his last match was uh, the one we saw at WrestleMania with Braun Strowman. Ironically, Braun Strowman, they let go of him like a month or two later. And then Shane came back almost yeah like almost a year later and he was there for a few nights now he's gone again i think the people that have ownership in it are so far as we know for sure is vince mcmahon and linda his wife but the current uh the current guy who's in charge of uh, talent and like um i guess the writing teams this dude named nick khan they uh they think he's going to be the one that takes over when vince is out which is weird because it should go to Stephanie McMahon because she would be next in line since Shane's not going to have anything to do with it. And I think that her and Hunter, uh, Triple H, they could definitely do something better with it. Because right now it sucks. It's, it's terrible. This Nick Khan dude has no wrestling experience, but apparently he's had experience in uh, talent. So he ran a lot of like talent shows in Vegas and shit like that, a lot of the big ones. So he's got a degree in entertainment industry and Broadway, but he has no fucking idea what he's doing when it comes to wrestling. So he's kind of like the worst decision you could make. Apparently, though, he's helping him save money. That's what all this uh, budget cuts are about. But as we've talked about in the past, it looks like they're just prepping to sell the company because they want it to be sold to either Disney or Comcast. Uh, Fox at one point was going to buy it. But they didn't want to give them like 
it was a five billion because they were like, dude, that's just that's a lot of money for a company that's kind of dying right now. Especially wrestling right now is just getting hotter, but a few years ago it wasn't. It was really just fucking. It was in the dirt, and it kind of still is, but it's only a big deal now because of the fact that you got AEW on top, Ring of Honor is back now. Fucking Impact Wrestling is actually starting to pick up some heat. So like. There's all this competition, and now being a wrestling fan is fun again. But at the time, Fox saw it as, why the fuck would we invest $5 million or billion in something like that? That's a little insane. And Vince probably saw it as, dude, this has been a big deal since the 80s. Wrestling, WWE in general, has been around forever. And it's, right. you know, it's the child. When you think of wrestling, you think of WWE. So why would he just not, why would he stoop any lower? So Fox News ended up buying a bunch of shit for SmackDown. That was it. That's why SmackDown is on top and Raw, which used to be their flagship show, is no longer on top. But that being said, this Nick Khan dude, I think he's really trying to prep them up to fucking sell this shit. And I really hope that they don't, because the problem right now they're having is that they have to answer to investors. And that means money. So investors are more important than fans at this point. If it goes to another company, it's going to be more about the company's demands. Still not the fans. So we'll see what happens, but fucking Shane McMahon, (laughs) that shit was funny. Although one of the coolest things about that whole situation was the fact that Mickey James, I don't know if you remember her, but she was wrestling for WWE for a while, like had a little comeback in the last uh, two years or whatever. They released her, and she posted a picture on Instagram. What they did was they bagged up all of her equipment from the locker room, and they sent it to her house in a trash bag. And so she was like, fuck. Yeah, she's like, fuck them. I could see I'm clearly not worth nothing to them. And she's a Hall of Famer. She went to work for Impact Wrestling, and she's the Impact uh, Women's Champion. They asked her to come back just for that one night at Royal Rumble. Not only did she come back, but she came as her character from Impact, they announced her as Impact Champion Mickey James. She had her theme song and everything. That's like one of the first times that we get to see um, WWE kind of open up the forbidden door that AEW and TNA and all them do, where they do crossover. They like share, you know, they share talent or they share titles every now and then. So that was kind of cool to see. I think that they're kind of becoming more aware that everything that they've not been doing for the past fifty years actually works. So. We'll see. I'm kind of hoping that they don't do too much with AEW. I like having options, dude. I don't want I don't want WWE to go out of business. I don't want AEW to go out of business. I don't want one to buy all. I like that there's competition because it makes wrestling interesting. When it's just WWE or just one brand, it fucking is boring after a while. But fucking Shane McMahon, dude. How do you get let go by your own dad? Yeah, that is crazy. You know who else they let go of? I was <laughs> no, no. I told you about it, Jeff Hardy. But we finally got the full results on that, dude. He was clean. He was sober, and they they fucking let him go because he refused to take a drug test, and he was sober. So he got fucked, and they well, all had to come he, back. Why would he decline the drug test, though? So according to him and his brother Matt, 
he was like, why do I need to take a drug test when I've proven myself I'm clean, I'm sober? And they were like, well, you've been acting kind of weird, basically. or You're being a little sluggish in the ring. There's something wrong. And he was getting irritated by the pressure, so he's like, no, I'm not going to do that. And I guess they kind of gave him that whole ultimatum, and for whatever reason, on his last match, he just walked out. Well, it comes out that he was sober. And so he was kind of like, you know, hey, I want to thank WWE for giving me the name that I am now, basically. Like, you know, they did everything for him. He is famous because of them, and that was his home. That's all he knew. But he's not going to go back if they're going to treat him like that. And so we don't know where he's going to go, but they actually told him that he can come back and they would offer to put him in the Hall of Fame. He still said no to that. I was like, ah, that's some bullshit, dude, because in my opinion... The Hardy brothers or boys, they deserve to be in the Hall of Fame because whether you like them or not, they are they're basically one of the factions in wrestling that made tables, ladders and chairs what it is today. It was them, Edge and Christian and the Dudley brothers. Those guys are a big part of the wrestling we have now. So, you know, they're pioneers. So I was kind of irritated. But then I was like, I see his point. Why the fuck would you? After all that, all the shit you've done for that company, everything you've been through, why would you, why would you treat me I like guess, that? That's some bullshit. I guess you could say it was backbreaking. Huh. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> like, but wait, Greg Hardy? <laughs> Fucking asshole. That's Greg Hardy now. <laughs> for those of you that haven't quite figured it out yet, Austin has a, a very distaste for Jeff Hardy. So far that this motherfucker's willing to disrespect this man and call him Greg Hardy. <laughs> oh, shit. Austin's like, how the well, hell he re- are you 49 and still dressing like you just got out of Hot Topic? That's exactly what I was... He looks like... A, he dresses like he's a Hot Topic employee, but he's 56 years old. Dude, he's old as fuck. I will say that. He needs to stop wrestling. His brother, Matt, is smart. So I don't like the way they're using Matt Hardy over in AEW, but he's basically a manager. He's supposed to build up young guys, which is what the start. That's what legends are supposed to do. But he's got the wrong fucking talent, dude. He's got the wrong dudes he's managing. They don't match his description at all. But he's smart. He ain't wrestling. I mean, I wouldn't want to wrestle after fucking 45. Like, Randy Orton is almost 50, and this dude is still out there wrestling like a motherfucker. And I'm like, dude, it's time to quit. Which I one couldn't... of those guys fell from really high up and broke their back? Oh, dude, I'm pretty sure that was Jeff Hardy. It was him or... Yeah, I think it was Jeff Hardy or... Wait, maybe I'm wrong. I think it might have been Edge. One of them, yeah, they fucked up their neck like hardcore. And it was a TLC match, dude. That was the crazy part. And they still wrestled with that broken neck, by the way. That would suck. That's dedication because, I'm sorry, dude, the second my neck snaps, I'm done. I quit until it's uh, fixed. And you know what, dude? While we're on the topic of wrestling, we need to discuss this. I'm pretty pissed off. I just finished, right before we recorded, dude, I just finished watching AEW Dynamite. CM Punk just suffered his first loss to MJF. I'm so pissed with how they did it. Like, I knew that was going to happen because the point of CM Punk being there is just like any other legacy wrestler. He's supposed to build up the young talent. 
So this was going to happen, and this is considered a dream match. It's the fan versus, you know, the icon. It's the jealous fan ready to put out the guy that he looked up to. So, you know, that was the cool storyline. He won with the help of somebody else with an illegal object when the ref wasn't looking. That's some WWE shit, and it pissed me off. I was like, God damn it. Why couldn't CF Punk have lost clean, like, faithfully? Why couldn't they have just let this motherfucker put him in his finishing move and pin him one, two, three? Why does the bad guy always have to cheat? Like, I don't understand that. Wouldn't it right, make exactly. more sense if they... Like, wouldn't it make more sense if they're supposed to be so badass they can do it on their own? Yeah, let the bad guy win. Like, old-fashioned, old he doesn't have to cheat. Right, I was like, MJF has proven that he is one of the greatest wrestlers today. He's a good promo cutter, he's a good wrestler, he's a badass, and he's so good at his job that I fucking hate him sometimes. That's how believable he is. It's kind of a slap in the face to be like, hey, dude, you're good enough to wrestle CM Punk, but not good enough to pin him clean. Like, that's a fucking slap in the face. Same thing with Roman Reigns, dude. Every time this dude wins with a disqualification or because his opponent passes out during a stupid submission move, that's a slap in the face to him. It's like, you're not good enough to win this. We have to give it to you and make you look good. That is so fucking annoying. That's been going on forever. That's the point, though, is it gets old after a while. Like, it's time to change shit up. It's not the 80s anymore. Uh, anyway, let's get away from wrestling, because uh, I could talk about this shit all night. Uh, <laughs> you know what we do? Uh, we got to discuss the Batman. I don't know. I'm sorry. No, no, no. We'll, we'll talk about that in a minute, but Halo, dude. Did you see the official trailer? I did watch it. Oh, God, dude. I'm excited. It looks kind of cool. Like, okay, don't get me wrong. It does look a little cheesy, but, dude, looks amazing. It looks faithful to the game. It looks like they literally took the game, put it on the big screen, made it a little more high definition, a little more realistic. I'm excited as fuck to the point where I'm actually considering getting Paramount Plus for a little bit just so I can watch that shit. Just do a free trial or whatever. I might even, like, ask somebody for their login info, and I'll do a trade. Like, hey, give me your Paramount, and I'll give you my HBO. <laughs> right? I used I used to do that shit. I kind of still do with some friends, like, because I have almost everything, and some of my buddies have shit I don't have. Like, I do have a buddy that has Daily Wire, and I'm like, yo, give me your Daily Wire, and I'll give you my fucking Prime or whatever the hell you want. <laughs> it's a good deal, I mean, because I'm not going to... I'm not paying for Prime yet, not until a couple days before shut-in comes out. Because there's some Candace Owens, Owens episode I'm missing. I gotta see that. Especially the new one with, uh, what's his name? Robert Malone. The guy that Joe Rogan had on that yeah. basically got Rogan in trouble. <laughs> Have you heard about that? He did, like, a follow-up video. Yeah. Saying sorry. Whole... Well, it was less of a sorry and more of a, hey, if you watch this, and you're offended. I'm sorry. It's not my it's not my intention, but like, yeah, I'm gonna keep doing my job. I'm gonna keep doing this. <laughs> Screw you guys. Well, and I can see his point where he's like, Spotify wants to put up uh, disclaimers, like you know, warning sensitive content. That sounds to me like a fair trade. Like, okay, cool, whatever. Because what's that going to affect? That's not going to fuck with his listeners. They're just going to look at it and do the same thing I would do, which is. Okay, so if you're a pussy, don't listen to this episode. 
And if you're a smart person, you're still going to know the difference between his opinion and fact. He's just a podcaster, just like you and I. And he's always high, usually. Again, like Babylon B said with their little parody article, the entire medical field is threatened by a podcaster who gets high and talks about MMA and aliens. Like, just think about that for a minute. It's the truth. If you, like, are offended by this guy, I don't think you should really be listening to podcasts. That's what Rogan's known for. Everyone knows he's not a factual place to get information. That guy's just kind of the in-between. He's like the, hey, I agree with both things, and I want to talk about this shit, and I want to talk about DMT. (laughs) Like, that's Joe Rogan, dude, and I like Rogan. I don't agree with most of what he says, but... I love his podcast because he takes you beyond. It literally is an experience. You're like, damn, I feel like I'm sitting here listening to these guys talk and I'm part of the conversation. Not one point have I ever listened to a shit and went, oh, I totally agree. I need to follow his fucking recipe for working out. It sounds awesome. Dude, I don't know if you've ever sat down and listened to his shit, but he talks about like the carnivore diet, like an all meat diet and all this shit. And I'm like, that sounds cool, but it also sounds like you're going to shit blood for a while, too. I don't even know if oh, that's yeah, healthy. It sounds, it sounds exhausting to eat only meat, no carbs. Well, that's the thing, dude. I love carbs. That's my biggest. Aside from, um, you know, sugary drinks like soda and shit, carbs is one of my biggest enemies, man. I fucking love bread. I love fucking French fries, dude. <laughs> like, French fries are like, oh, my God. If you've ever had sex, french fries is, like, almost as good. It's, like, right there. It's top-tier food, dude. I love fucking french fries. Ironically, I hate mashed potatoes. But I can understand the argument. Mashed potatoes are just as good, if not better. So carbs, there's, like, it's, like, that's a nightmare, dude. That's, like, not drinking soda at all, which I can't do. I've tried to do it. It doesn't fucking work. I have to have soda at some point or I'll lose my shit. Dude, I went like a month and a half eating like no carbs. I just couldn't figure out why I was so exhausted all the time. Well, yeah, you have to have some carbs. That's the thing. You can't do like no carbs. You can do a no carb diet to lose some weight, but you can't, at least scientifically speaking from what I've read and what I've been told by other people that are in the medical field, your body still needs some some carbs just like it needs some meat, just like it needs some veggies, just like it actually needs some sodium. You know, that's just your body needs some of those things. You may not need the fucking French fries, but there's fruits and veggies that have carbs in them. So your body needs some of those things. And it like you go into shock and shit. Like when I did my no carb diet, dude, my body started to shut down. I was like, I'm feeling weak. I think I'm going to start puking. And I started getting really sick. I was eating only like eggs, some nuts, um, a lot of veggies, and some cheese. I was getting really sick though after a while. I was like, dude, something ain't right. And then I fucking caved in and I went and got some McDonald's fries and I felt immediately better. I knew exactly what the problem was. I was like, yeah, I need a little bit of grease or a yeah, little bit of carbs, maybe not so much the grease. I talked to my doctor. I was like, oh my God, I'm so tired all the time. I can't figure out what's going on. And she's like, well, let's talk about your diet. I told her what I'm eating. And she goes, Austin, 
you're starving yourself to death. He's like, what do you mean? He's like, all you're eating is meat. She's like, what if I had one day when I ate nothing but bologna? And she goes, Austin, you're going to die. You have to eat carbs. That's what gives your body energy. Yeah, you have to have that. That's why, like, when you see fucking Gatorade and all that has, like, a high amount of sodium, it's because, and I didn't know this, but apparently sodium actually keeps um, electrolytes and basically water in your system so you don't get too dehydrated. I didn't know that. I thought that sodium, like, takes that away from you. I thought that that could dehydrate you. A lot of, like, an excessive amount can, but you actually need it to spread electrolytes and all that shit in your body. That's why you'll see them on Gatorades and fucking those, what do you call the electrolytes? The big, the adult Pedialytes, which are very good, by the way. I'm like, Austin, what are you doing? I'm just eating meat. I'm like, dude. Yeah, don't worry about it. They're like, yo, your eyes are bleeding. No. I'm good. I'm just, you know, feeling great. I'm uh, letting out a bunch of black stool. I'm feeling pretty good. <laughs> dude. I learned something new about myself. This is a little bit TMI. I can't have energy drinks in the morning before I eat. If I don't eat anything and I drink an energy drink, I get diarrhea. Like, I've tried this with everything, too, dude. I thought it was just vitamins and shit because I drink I drink a lot of, like, uh, uh, energy drinks that have, like, hemp CBD, like 20 milligrams, or a lot of vitamin C and B vitamin and D vitamin and all that. So I thought maybe that was the thing. But then I went and got a sugar-free energy drink that has no perks in it. Still shit water. Then I went and got a regular-ass energy drink, like a full throttle. Still shit water. But then when I ate something before I drank those fucking things, I was fine. So, yeah, I can't drink energy drinks, like, right away and not have anything in my stomach, or I will I shit just, it out. I think they just all taste horrible. No, don't get me wrong. They taste like shit. Sure. Monster energy drink tastes like RTD buses smell. I'm about to tell Chanel that, dude. She loves those fucking white monsters, the sugar-free. And I hate Monster, dude. I really don't like Monster at all. I've never been a fan of it. I went through a phase in high school where I drank it because it was, like, the end thing to do. But I fucking hate Monster. I only like Red Bull because I do like the taste of NyQuil with some carbonation. So that's not too bad. But where I'm kind of a bitch when it comes to energy drinks where I become really basic. Uh, Dwayne Johnson, the rock, as I like to call him, has his own energy drink out. I think it's called Zoa or Zao. It's like Z-O-A or Z-A-O. I can't remember how it's spelled, but it's a uh, sugar-free, healthy energy drink, supposedly. I mean, anytime they say it's healthy, it's usually not, but it's like it's jam-packed with vitamin C and zinc and all this stuff. So it, it's pretty good. I, I like it. It's plant-based. It tastes, tastes all right. But then there's another one I like. It's called uh, Kill Cliff Ignite. And uh, Kill Cliff is a pretty good energy line. I'm, I think it's a, another celebrity. It might be Tony Hinchcliffe. I'm not sure, but they're pretty good. Uh, they're sugar-free. They're also made for – they have nutrients in them. So, like, the one I drink, it's a Kill Cliff Ignite Citrus Blast, I believe. On it, it says it's – um. It's made for people like Navy SEALs and shit. And it's made with a bunch of ingredients that don't suck. That's what it says. So it's relatively a healthy drink for you to have in moderation. And it tastes pretty good. 
it's basically like a carbonated fucking Sunny D, so it ain't all that bad. But again, Sunny D is kind of one of those things where you have to really like orange juice and baby medicine and put those together, and that's Sunny D. Boston's like, I fucking hate all of it. Yeah, I can't stand any. Um, like Coca Cola had the energy drink. I was like, yes. Oh. Yes, Coke is an energy drink. It's going to taste like Coke. It'll be finally something I like. Took one sip of it. It's horrible. It tasted Dude, like stuff... freaking stomach acid. I swear, I drank one. I'm pretty sure it gave me a stomach ulcer, dude, because I was shitting all day and I thought I saw blood at one point. I was like, what the fuck? My stomach hurt so bad. They are so terrible, dude. They taste nothing like Coca-Cola. Because I thought the same thing. And, dude, that same fucking line of energy drink they did has a coffee flavor now. Picture this. Energy drink, Coca-Cola, coffee flavor. Ass and ass put together. It's pretty it fucking horrendous. disturbing. Well, I like coffee, but I don't like coffee-flavored energy drinks. I think that's disgusting. I see people drink Monster, the coffee flavor, or I see them drink, like, um, those cold coffee, like espresso shot energy drinks, and I just look at them like, dude, you are a fucking monster. That's a boogeyman thing to do. That's disgusting. Cold Coffee, for one, right. is not meant to be cold. I mean, it can be good. Don't get me wrong. I've had good cold coffee, but I like to drink coffee warm. I like a nice cup of black coffee with nothing in it. To me, it's fucking delicious, but I try not to make a habit of it because I drink way too much coffee. It's a fact that I drink like a pot a day almost. I got to really tone it down. The good thing is I don't put sugar or Splenda or cream or anything. I drink it completely black. The thing is, though, it's a lot of caffeine. Oh, excuse me. Caffeine is just not good for you. But, oh, my God, it's needed. I don't have, if I don't have caffeine, dude, I'll fucking lose my shit. First thing in the morning, I need caffeine. I don't know how you do it. Do you just chug soda in the morning? Uh, zap or tea. Hold on. We got to talk about this. Does that tea shit really work? I always thought that was made up. Does that actually keep you awake? Yeah, drink sweet tea. It helps. I mean, it's not as good as probably like energy drinks or coffee or anything like that, but no, I well like enough. no, I like tea. I really do. I'm a weird guy, dude. I like sweet tea. I especially love iced tea and all that. I even like hot tea. I just always thought that was a myth that it would keep you awake because I know people that do that. Like one of my other friends, he can't have coffee because it makes him really sick. He's just he's never been able to get past the sick feeling, even with food and all that. He just can't drink it. So he drinks right. tea, and he's the, it does the same thing. And I was like, really? It actually works like that? I mean, I don't – I've never tried it. I've never tried to drink just tea to see if it would keep me up, but I've heard quite a few people say that it works. And it's healthier for you, too, apparently. Yeah. Awesome. Um, like, you know, I just go to I love sweet tea. Get a- I, drink, I drink way too much of it. Sweet tea is like good, though. I think it's better all I like a two and a half. I like make like three and a half gallons at a time. I have like a dispenser that goes into the refrigerator. I get to open the refrigerator door. Just pour <laughs> it out. 
Austin's like, I'm going to have tea in my soda fountain at one point. <laughs> like, how much do you like tea, Austin? You see him with a big-ass bucket from Home Depot, and he's got a straw, and he's holding it up. And... <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, shit. Well, folks, we have hit the end of the road, unfortunately. Because uh, once we start these things, I start getting really into it, and I start having fun, but... Just like Austin, I got to go do my job to keep the government off my back and shit. Otherwise, Austin, buddy, that was fun. Uh, I'll see you on Monday. If you guys like what you heard here and you would like to hear more, or maybe you just want to check out past episodes just for the hell of it, you can find this episode and every episode we've ever done at the homepage, baby, the base. That is thegreatgirthpodcast.com. Again, you can find this episode and every episode we've ever done at thegreatgirthpodcast.com. Find us on Facebook, uh, primarily Facebook. We're working on other platforms, but me and Austin are doing this shit completely out of pocket, so we don't have any nerds working for us to update Instagram and Twitter and all that shit. So pay attention to the fan page if you're on that. Pay attention to the community group page we got going on as well. Otherwise, Austin, buddy, it has been fun. We'll pick up some more of this on Monday. Absolutely. Adios.